Previously on Doisp, Seraphina and friends, still missing their old friend and Verna, infiltrated the Ice Spire Hold to rescue two children from Phandalin from the Stone Cold Reavers, including their terrible leader, Shira. Shira Wintermoon. Damn her eyes. Call her the leader of the Stone Cold Reavers, but that's like putting a paper crown on the mutt that barks the most in the pack. She's as no good as any of them and as mean as all but one. She was born not so far away in Neverwinter, orphan not so long ago, but don't feel bad for her too quick. She got off the streets impressing the Neverwinter guard by ratting on the few friends she'd made growing up. Imagine, rounding up all the folks that helped you in your darkest times when you were just a tyke and throwing them in the dungeon. Don't know how much you know about General Sabine, but she don't make the best role model as a boss neither. Working with the guard only made her more greedy and cruel. Not sure if it was the former or the latter that got her exiled, but I'd wager half my silver whatever it was would have gotten anyone outside the guard hanged. Either way, she found out pretty quick an ex-guard, even a disgraced one, earns you a premium salary as a mercenary. She spent a few years spilling blood for just about anyone with coin. Turns out wars can make a good meeting place. Who needs town square when you got a few hundred folk ready to kill each other? Anyway, where was I? War of the Silver Marches, that's right. Nasty fight. Orcs and drow blocked out the sun, had not one but two of them ice dragons. Whole dwarven city was lost. The worst part about it, if you ask Shira, was that the coin done dried up. Said it last time, but she and Runa deserted, and maybe a quarter or so of the army followed, one of which being Barlow Brachus. But then that's a story for a different time. Point being, it's not easy to get jobs as a merc, when you were the first to leave in the middle of a war. That's when her new crew took to the job of treasure hunting. Though, life of an adventurer ain't too easy neither. But I guess I don't gotta tell you that. Well, long story short, Shira started out bad and just got worse as the days went by. Getting eaten by a dragon or cut down by an actual hero, well, that'd be leagues better than what she'd do to you in a Neverwinter Alley. Long story even shorter, damn, her eyes. A noisy dog next to you. Lick and bark. Um, there's also David. That's me. I'm running this game. There's also a player. What's her name? Uh, hello, I am... Marisa, a.k.a. Seraphina Seeley. You sure are. So what's the plan now? Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm just going to continue traveling down the hallway. That's a- this is actually like uh, when you open this door here. It's kind of a... Maybe the wind blows you blows in. It's um like a blizzard kind of thing going on. And this is a little walkway. Below you is the uh, you know the mountain path that you came up. It's like an icy kind of bridge. It's not really a dangerous to cross so much. I wouldn't want to, if I were you, play on this too much. These little blue lines um, are kind of this ice wall that's kind of frozen over. And right in the middle, there's uh, it's kind of like broken open. And there's actually, the only other thing of note is right next to this, the main tor- door to this, the actual castle, the keep, is uh, there's like a little, maybe a... Uh, like chain kind of thing 
that you follow up a little ways and it goes to this uh looks like a big kind of bell there's a little icicles hanging down from it maybe there's a big bell up there that you could perhaps pull to ring this bell perhaps probably to alert guards or something i think that uh seraphina would definitely probably go across and check out the bell and just kind of look at it and give it some sort of reverence and then keep moving like she's just going to keep moving yeah makes sense to me yeah so if you continue going in here there's a little tiny hallway and there's little uh kind of a um maybe alarmingly um there's more of those little murder holes you know like those little uh these little windows that someone was shooting crossbow bolts through at you pointing right at you so this this would be a good way a good easily defensible area but it just goes to another door but like just a death hallway basically like as soon as you get back into the keep it's like oh this is way warmer in here thankfully okay but um yeah what do you do i assume you go into the other door or what are you doing you, you gotta tell me so basically i see how many doors just the one yeah yeah the main door opens into this kind of like trap sort of um hallway and then it just at the end of the hallway there's another you know like the main thing to the actual keep i guess folks again so you're the first one in and kind of the first thing you see is this uh kind of portly fellow like an older guy in like a dapper bow tie for some reason or a scarf i guess was that an ascot one of those um like an older kind of balding guy He's probably wearing like some kind of robe type thing, like a wintry cloak, maybe, I guess. And he's kind of sitting on the rest of this room is like kind of a bigger sort of thing. There's a like a fireplace in the north there, north side wall. That's maybe there's ambers in it, but it's not, you know, being used for fire at the moment. And four little cots. And he's sitting on one of these cots. And as soon as you come in, he's like almost right next to you. He kind of stands up abruptly. You will recognize this as uh, I believe he said his name was a. Uh, Elspar. He's one of the other Stone Cold Reavers that was, uh, I think he was the more diplomatic one, perhaps, but also just, also, you know, an asshole like the rest. Maybe I'll make this, I'll make this more clear. He reaches at the foot of, like, maybe under his bed and grabs this, um, like, a sword and he's going to fight you. I guess, especially if you, do, if everyone just kind of looks at each other for a minute, he's going to, yeah, he's going to fight you. So you might as well roll initiative. I guess you both surprised each other. <laughs> Okay. Whoa, that's a, quite a good one. Guess I can roll for these kids too. All right, so you're actually up first. You you rolled r- really well on that initiative. I think I uh, I think Serafina would probably just try to um, figure out who this person is first. Well, yeah, like I said, you recognize him as Elspar. He was one of the Stone Cold Reavers that you had talked to long ago. He was kind of an asshole too, but. I think in the the times you talked to him, he like apologized for everyone being a jerk, although he was also a jerk. Hmm. So then basically, you know, she would just come up to him and say, I think I know you. I believe we've met in the past. Hate to do this, but we may be in a short battle. And I say that as short because I don't think that this needs to take too long. And then she like draws one, like maybe her short bow or something. Oh yeah, you're you're like if you see like directly next to him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, he he definitely looks like he's about to attack you. Yeah, and he he kind of says, uh, "Oh, intruders! It will be a short fight indeed. Don't worry about that." 
do you want to do anything or is that your turn? I mean, he hasn't done anything to me yet. So, so I'm supposed to do something first. You have the option to, you don't have to though. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying, do you want to pass your turn or, or what? Maybe she takes out her short bow and takes the tip of her arrow and just kind of like pokes him in the belly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he kind of like bats it away with his sword. He's, uh, but yeah, I think <laughs> you both get the impression like, oh, these, these, both he and you get the impression that looks like these, these people are going to fight. Um, oh, were you trying to attack him with in the belly or? Or are you just no. doing like a Pillsbury, Pillsbury's Doughboy? What is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah just Pillsbury Doughboying him. <laughs> right. So that's your turn then, right? Yes, I think cool. so. Yeah, and then do you do you need Shanjan or Snook to do anything? I think they're both behind you. They can't get past you right now. You're kind of blocking the doorway, and I I think they're just following your lead anyway. Unless you tell them to do something. I feel like if anything. Shanjan would probably be like on guard. Mm-hmm. And then Snook would probably be like crawling around Serafina's legs or something and trying to be protective. Yeah, that makes sense. So then it's his turn. I think uh, the first thing he wants to do is back away. Did you want in the rules, like if since he, you're kind of, he was in your threatened area, you're theoretically threatening him like enough to like poke him in the belly. So if you want to try to attack him as he's, you know, backing away, you are more than okay doing that. You get like a free attack if you want. Um, yeah, I think at this point it would be better if she did attack. Sure. Because I don't know what's going on at this point. So. Yeah, he's definitely um, aggressive. Like, <laughs> So I feel you're well within your right to uh, attack him. So I think you said you had your short bow uh, drawn and everything, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so with my short bow drawn, I think Serafina would take aim at his foot. Mm-hmm. And then just go ahead and just look him straight in the eye and just shoot him in the foot. So I think that goes right into his foot, like you said. He's kind of, he limps <laughs> over. But let's see, he did. He goes over here and he's he kind of goes against the wall and turns back to you and he he kind of moves his hands in like a certain strange, you know, way, like a Doctor Strange type thing, you know, and maybe this some kind of light appears before his hands and then it shoots out. So, yeah, he actually does 10 damage to you. These uh, these little darts of light come out and kind of hit you just like through your armor. You can feel it and it's just like, a, you know, just stinging like your your very soul. Oh my gosh, you uh, you were not doing well. I forgot you were injured from last time. I am. Thank you. Yeah, I am definitely injured from the last time. Yeah, and then um, so after he Did does I that, asleep or something? No, you went right to the path. The dragon's sleeping above you. So that helps. But he um, then from so his back's kind of against the wall, and he kind of slides this panel, and kind of like the secret entrance is revealed behind him. Hmm. But he kind of goes in here, and then it's back to you. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, grab a a potion. Yeah, okay. I believe you had, oh, those two special frozen potions. Yes. So it's that plus two. So what is that? Uh, Nine. Nine back. So that's good. It's as if that attack never even happened. 
but now you only have one potion. I believe that's your action, but you can still move around. And I mean, your other two buddies are like trapped behind here. So you definitely want to move somewhere. Yeah, I definitely want to move. Uh, how many places can I move? So you've got, um, let's see, your speed is 25. So you get to move five squares. Oh, there's also that door to the south. I don't know if I pointed that out. but Oh, you went into the secret entrance thing. Okay, I think that's good. Yeah, you can move one more square. Oh, okay, great. There you go. Shanjan's oh. next. I think he... Um, yeah, I, see, I mean, he's going to definitely follow you. Well, do you... Oh, maybe he'll look over his shoulder as he's coming... As he's kind of following you and like... Uh, so, are we going in there? He's holding his bird call stick, you know, ready to, to attack. Of course. Absolutely. Of course we go through it. And we find him. But we need to get Snoke over first. Yeah, so I think he, he goes over into this like doorway and he's like, oh, found him. <laughs> and we'll see what happens with him next turn, I guess. Because then uh, Snook just goes right in. Snook is outrageously fast. He is as fast as Shinjin, although your same leg length. But anyway, he's like right there, like, you know, maybe, oh, you said he was kind of on all fours, like a chameleon. He's like, yeah, ready, like attack dog style. And he's got that pointy stick on his back, you know. Sure. But I believe we're on Elspar's turn. He's doing something in the darkness. And you see like a, a flash of light, like a strobe kind of. Shanjin kind of takes a step back. Usually you can, but he just, he got hit with a, a spell very similar to the one you got hit by. You hear some shouting. Or not shouting, but like noise of more than one person. Like maybe a shrink of swords being drawn from inside this uh, secret place. And I believe it is your turn. Okay. So, okay. So at this point, I think Seraphine is going to move up and she's going to grab a, one of her necklace uh, balls of necklace fire or whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, That's not a bad idea. I will remind you though. Remember loud noises might wake this dragon above directly above you right now, but do you move into the secret room? I feel like, yeah. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't she? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if I can reveal the uh, room yet. I thought that the room was closed off. That's the only reason why I was thinking about using the fireball necklace. Ah, uh, no. Uh, it's actually um, a, a kind of a smaller room. There's a big table to, I guess, the north side. And you see Elspar in here against the, uh, the other um, wall, the far wall from you. Oh, as you went through the secret entrance, too, I do want to point out that you could see uh, stairs that go down, like a secret staircase in here. So Elspar is over here, this guy. And then you see uh, uh, Shira, who was the uh, kind of the leader of them. She's like this redheaded, kind of a small lady, like, you know, not halfling small, but small. Like, they're all definitely human, but, you know, like a shorter, especially compared to Runa, who was a giant, basically. But yeah, she has a big um, sword that she's a. Uh, Boy, I guess it's that little uh, half pint here after all. Here to steal all our hoard, I we got dibs. Anyone that intrudes on the Stone Cold Reavers don't doesn't go back alive. And so she's prepared to fight you as well. So and, and now it's your turn. So you, you get to react to these these two folks now. 
this guy that casts spells, you know, she's like the leader of this troop. So maybe formidable herself. And there's a, a door past them and a staircase that goes down. But other than that, no, no new news. Hmm. So I think that Serafina would come in and, and, you know, maybe just be like, my lady friend, I wish to just go through this door and I'm sorry that you feel the need to protect this castle, but facts are, if we need to fight, then we will go. But if you have no problem with me, I'm just going to go ahead and move past you and go right into this door. And then she tries to move towards the door. Oh, and she she is not going to allow that. She's going to, you know, she's got the sword. She's ready to, uh, if you get even a step closer, she's going to try to attack you. All right. And you can well, just see it in her eyes. And remember also the uh, two children were kind of kidnapped by them as well. Or I forgot to remind you of that. Oh no. She remembers. Yeah. Yeah. So she would step up to her and say like, if you decide that you don't want to tell me where the kids went, I think I have no choice, which is a shame for a beautiful face like yours. And she kind of just smiles and she's like, <laughs> Yeah, you're not the first that said it. And she's, uh, yeah, she's ready to attack for sure. But go ahead. Um, are you using your sword? Uh, I think I want to use the. Well. Ooh, okay. But you only rolled a nine there. So I think you're not going to. Yeah, I think she kind of just, uh, you know, like epic sword fight style, like Errol Flynn, you, this rapier. And I think she has like a big long sword. You, you two just like you know, cross blades and you don't get any like significant hits on her. And then I think uh, we're going to Shanjan. So do you want to control these two kids? Like, what do you think they're doing? You could probably use some healing. I think if I'm a, uh, if I can give you some advice and Shanjan's yeah. good at that. I mean, I'm sure I do need healing, but I thought that I was kind of in control of Snook and then uh, Shanjan was in control of the GM. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, that's fair. I think especially if that's the case, he's um going to heal you. He is right behind you, so he's going to touch you and heal 1d8 plus 4. That's pretty good. So, yeah, you get 9 back. It's like getting a potion. Don't worry, Serafina, we got your back. Maybe he goes over here in the corner, and he's kind of holding a stick ready to... uh you know, attack if anyone comes through. And then it's over to Snook. Okay. So I think at this point, Snook would maybe um, crawl along the walls, you know, and then kind of come behind him. That way he can distract him and maybe just like stick his tongue out <laughs> and like bother that. his ear, you know? Yeah. And Is he... mm -hmm. Keep going. As soon as... Uh, that that turn is over. He goes right back to Seraphina's side and stays. Mm, okay. So if he if he moves over, even if he's doing it on the walls, he's gonna open himself up to an attack from Elspars. You think are you okay with or is he okay with that, I guess? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I think Elspar's gonna take advantage of this. Oh, he has a dumb quarter staff. Thirteen. I don't even think that hits. Nope. As Snook is kind of crawling along the floor as if like a, 
like a mouse is in the kitchen, you know, he's like kind of like trying to stamp on him with the, uh, his, you know, quarter staff, much like Shanjan's staff, um, but is unable to. And Stu can definitely uh, make an attack if he wants with his own pointy stick. He actually gets two sharp stick attacks, I believe. Hmm. Good thing he had two because one totally missed, but the other one did got him. So yeah, Elsevier just kind of like, oh, disgusting creature. I thought we <laughs> killed all of you. And Snook's like, Snook! As he kind of pierces maybe his toe or something, like in his boot. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh, now it's a uh, Shira's turn. She's over here. You two are locked in mortal combat. Yeah, I think she's gonna she's gonna try and go to town. This longsword. She actually gets two attacks as well. Whew. Oh my gosh, she's unlucky. I think she missed both times. Yeah. So <laughs> same thing, like both of you, you're just uh very dramatically like having the sword fight, but um you're both your skills are matched. Not none of you gets a lands a blow on the other. And will she try and move? Hmm. Yeah, I think she will move over here. Okay. There's a, a disengage. Like if you only move one square, you don't open yourself up to an attack. So she's only going. She's going to do that. So you don't get a free attack on her. Is her strategy at least. And then it's Elspar's turn. He um, oh man, I don't know how much if he has much spells left. Yeah, I think he's gonna though. He's gonna do that that magic missile again. Well, will he? Nah, no, I think he's going to save that. He's going to quarter staff snook over here. Uh, or at least try to. Oh, no, he okay. He did hit. He kind of like bops snook like right on the head, like very hard. It was not an in insignificant amount of damage to snook. And that's back to Serafina. Right. So, so Shira is, is still um, not Shira, but Shira is uh, still like you can still fight. She's just kind of like a little she moved a little closer to Elspar. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, what's the plan? And you've got some you got some spells and stuff, but I mean this sword is pretty good if you can manage to uh you know, land a hit. I think if anything, uh Seraphina would probably like do something a little artistic. Mm -hmm. so maybe like just maybe I don't know, play a little something. Use her bardic inspiration. Oh yeah. So are you going to try to inspire one of your friends? Yes. Oh, you're fifth level too, I believe, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So you, you so actually. Like at this point, I, I'm just like going to inspire somebody else and just be like, here's a beautiful song and time to <laughs> kill. <laughs> there you go. Are you doing it to a snook, I assume? Uh, yes. Yeah. So the next time he makes an attack, he gets. Plus 1d8 to it, so it's going to be hard for him to miss. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and that's a bonus action, so you can still make an attack and move. But yeah, so do you want to um, attack Shira again? Yes. Or do another thing? No, it's time. It's time to just keep at it. Oh, you can do that three times a day. That's great. Mm -hmm. So give us an attack. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and grab the rapier, and I think she's going to like do like a spin. And 
say something clever like, well, hats off to you. And then just <laughs> takes her sword and swipes it right across her forehead. Ooh, yeah, nice. Where that, um, you know, where that thing is basically, but it's now like a permanent thing. Yeah, she has like a little kind of headband on. Yeah, just right across that. Cool. Let's see if yeah. you make it. Right across that head that headband. Whoa, 19. That's great. That definitely hits her. <laughs> so what is that? Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. So whew, 13. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. So exactly as you just described, kind of like hit her right across the head, which is no small feat for you because you're, you know, half her size. So she kind of like maybe takes a step back and kind of, you know, does the, uh, rubs her forehead and looks at her fingers. Like she's probably wearing like gloves or something because it's very cold, you know, and sees the blood on them. And she kind of just sneers at you. So yeah, do you want to move it or do anything? Or are you good there? Um, it would be a bad idea to move. Yeah, you can move one square if you want without, you know, provoking an opportunity attack from somebody. But I don't know if you really need to. Up to you. So you're good there? Yeah, I think that, like, she's good where she is. Cool. All right. Then uh, Shanjan's turn. You said... Uh, I should be doing him. Uh, I think he's going to Sacred Flame. Um, hmm. Who seems like more of a threat, I feel. I think he's he's not cool with this um, Spellcaster guy, Elspar. And, you know, you're taking care of uh, Shira, so. Oh, wait, I have to do a Dexterity save for him. Oh, man, hits him. So, yeah, he just, uh, um, how do we describe that before? He kind of, like, lights up. You know, like white flame for a second. And he kind of lets out a, a noise. Like, wow, ah, oh. And then Shira kind of, um, even though his as the flames die down on his face, Shira kind of looks over at him, like over her shoulder, you know, as she's still fighting you. And she's like, Elspar, shut up. Don't you know what's above us? Hmm. So Seraphina gets very uh, curious and says, what is above us? And she's like, the dragon, you idiot. And then she hears the wings again. She knows that she's telling the truth. Yeah, and you, you can kind of, uh, you probably can, even through the, uh, within this, you know, how many feet or inches thick stone wall, and even like there's a blizzard outside, you can almost, if you think about it carefully, you can kind of hear it kind of breathing heavy above you still. It's a, it's a very loud snorer. But now it's Snook's turn, so what's he up to? And he is inspired right now, so he has... um. If he misses, he can roll a d8 and probably will be able to hit if you want. I think uh, Snoop would probably crawl up the wall and behind and uh, take his little stick and just like point it directly at him and just throw it down on his head. Oh, yeah. Attack from above. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Ooh, 18 definitely hits him. Okay, so 11 won't hit him, but do you think he wants to use... Um, that inspiration? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So he's trying to get a seven. So as long as he gets a six or more on this roll, he will be good. Let's see if it works. He's a six or more. Ah, two. What? All right. So the inspiration didn't uh, pan out this time, but he still attacked him once. Oh, but only for two. What are you doing, Snook? Hooked him a little bit again. And uh, Elspar is not happy about this for sure. Um, and then I believe that's his turn, right? 
think so. Yeah. So then it's over back to uh, Shira. I think she she's going to keep up that strategy. Yeah, she's holding this two-handed, you know, like a baseball bat kind of thing. She's she's very mad now, especially after you've uh, drawn blood, you know, on her face even. <laughs> like, rough. Oh, man. She just cannot land a blow, though. I think she misses you both times. Yeah. Hmm. And she kind of uh, takes a step back over here against the uh, the door. Oh, she'll she'll go here between uh, you and Elspar. Mm. Yeah, it seems like a better plan. And um, yeah, I think she just sneers at you again. Like she's like, "That's the last time you'll touch me with your stupid with your uh, what what would you say? Like your child sword." Mm. And then uh, Elspar, I think uh, he was not having a, a great day. He keeps getting poked by this cobalt. Hmm. Yeah, he's relatively hurt i think um oh and the, the other spellcaster and i think shanjan looks like kind of rough off so i th- think he's going to uh take a step back from kind of snook on the wall kind of poking at him and yeah. he's just like kind of swats at him like oh disgusting and then does that like a uh, thing with his hands again and shoots at shanjan actually oh. so these like three darts of light shoot across the room oh <laughs> Man, that's a that's a really lucky roll. He rolled really poorly, but still does some damage. Ooh, that's actually half of the life he had left, uh, Shanjan. So Shanjan's uh, in single digits here on hit points. Hmm. And then what, what are you up to? Uh, for Serafina, I think she is ready to brawl, and she wants to protect Snoke. So I think at this point she is going to go ahead and... Um, don't want to wake up the dragon, but yeah. And there's this big table here too. Like, I don't know if I described that, but it's like a big, uh, you know, oaken table and there's a little candelabra on the, on it. I don't know if you can see in the picture. I can. I actually honestly had no idea what that picture was. Oh yeah. It's, it's like, like a big kind of dinner table or meeting table or something. It looks very old. It looks kind of like a stingray with creepy weird teeth. (laughs) Oh, okay. I might be able to, I could sort of see that. Um, so I had no idea. I did not know <laughs> what that was doing. Um, anyway, so I think maybe she might come and like run and like jump up on the table and then take her short bow out and aim it right again at what's her face's head. Yeah, Shira. Yeah, Shira. so I I think when you do that though, she's gonna get a free attack. She kind of, as you're jumping up here, do you just go right here or do you go further back? Yeah, no, I think that's fine. Or you can go here too. That, that might, then she won't be able to reach you theoretically. It's up to you. Uh, I'll, I leave, mean, I'll give you some time. How many spaces can I move? Like two? Five. Oh, well then just put me in the back and then I want to aim my short bow right in her eyeball and Ooh, yeah. pull it back and, and then just go. Yeah. Well on, as you jump up there, she, uh, takes the opportunity to uh kind of stab stab at you in the back let's see if she'll she can actually do it though oh she does she does 10 damage to you yeah she kind of so you feel like this uh sword just kind of stab you in the back very dishonorably as you jump up on the table and go to the other edge of it and then you uh let loose an arrow right yeah yeah go for it yeah Ooh, incredible yeah i think she at the last minute like turn so it doesn't like well 
Should it pierce her eyeball? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty interesting. I don't, I don't mind that. So yeah, it goes like right into her eye, but she's able to, uh, it doesn't kill her, but she's like, she might not ever have that eye, like use of that eye after this. Yeah. Pretty rough for her. Good for you though. So he breaks it off, uh, but her eye is just like bleeding, you know, mm-hmm. you half sized piece of trash. I'm going to throw you off this mountain. And then, uh, then it's Shanjan. Uh, whew, man, you guys are both in rough shape. Uh, Snook's not doing so much better. Man, what can you do? I don't know. Do you have any better? Shanjan? Yeah, I'm looking at his spells. I don't know. I th- he's out of spells uh, right now. Does he have any healing spells left? He- he's out of them. Yeah, I think he's just going to do that flame thing again. Well, actually, I guess he could. He has one He has one spell left. He can, cast, he can upcast Cure Wounds because he has a second level. But... um. No, I think he's going to save it. He's going to, yeah, he's going to sacred flame. Let's see if he, if he's doing it, uh, Elspar. Let's see if he can dodge though. Mm, Seems unlikely. No, he does not dodge it and therefore takes seven damage. Yeah. uh, Elspar is doing, oops, Elspar is doing very rough as well. I think Shanjan's just going to stay right there. That seems fine. Um, Snook's turn. So I think at this point, Snook is going to continue to climb up the wall and then roll into a little ball and just like dive bomb right on her head. Oh, yeah. Cool. With his uh, pointy stick. Mm-hmm. Nice. So he's going to like curl up into a little ball and just like just hit from above. Yeah, I love that. Um, oh no, she, uh, maybe she's watching like, uh, him as, as he's doing this and she kind of just, you know, narrows her eyes watching this. And then she kind of just take, takes a step back and just, uh, dodges this. And then maybe Snook, when he lands, uncurls from his ball, thrusts his pointy stick up, but she, uh, maybe bats that away with her sword. And then it's then her turn. Um, she really doesn't like you, but you are on top of this table. You're way over there. She would have to move over to get Shanjan or you, I guess. But Snook's like right next to her. I think she's going to, um, just take aim at him. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, just, she kind of takes her sword and just stabs him maybe like in the, the shoulder, like his, uh, scales kind of come off his white scales and he's uh, just bleeding out of his shoulder now. And he makes like a little yelp noise, like a dog would, you know? And she's like, uh, Oh, maybe she does say like, uh, you better tame these dogs better. Hmm. And he's really hurt as well. You guys are all three of you are not doing great. You can see everybody's hit points, right? Your team members, like the little bar above them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not doing great. And, uh, I think Elspar is a, uh, he's bleeding as well. And he's like, you know, still smoking from this magical fire. He keeps getting hit with. And he right over here and uh, goes into this uh, little secret compartment. You can actually get an attack on him. If you want, he goes through yours. Well, does I think he can. Yeah. He, he actually can avoid you, but Shanjan and Shanjan like on his, when he's running past Shanjan's just like, where do you think you're going? And hits him. Tries to hit him. I think he did. He hit, hit you. 
Yeah. Oh, man. Just barely hits him with his bird staff. And he's on his way out. And he's just, Elspar just escaping. You, you probably, from your angle, you can, especially on top of the table, you can see Elspar just like goes down these steps. Mm-hmm. And like disappears. And uh, Shiro's like, oh, you God's damn coward. Where are you going? You kind of hear some commotion in that room that you left where all the cots were, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, you, you hear like, maybe you, yeah, you can hear. It's maybe echoey in here too, you know? You can hear it before you see anything, but someone's like moving through this room. And then this, this secret wall panel kind of thing. Like, so you can see movement in there. And then this other person comes out and kind of before you're, you can even roll your eyes and just like, Oh God, who's hap- What's happening now? An arrow goes through the air and right into Shira. And of course, see a familiar face, a uh, hatless scarred face holding her arrow or her bow rather. Hey T thought you might could use some help here. And she loads another thing. And I think we're going to leave it there. What? (laughs) Remember the days when we all were friends. Friends at the end. But we're not anymore. And here is our friend back from the dead. We didn't know where she went. What happened to her? All of her adventures, all of her quests, and not with us. And how do I feel? I don't know how I feel. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for joining us for this episode of This American Dice Presents D&D Dragon of Ice Fire Peak. Your cast was Marisa as Seraphina Tealeaf and David as the Dungeon Master. You heard Austin as the narrator. Music for this episode was an Ocean Wide by Sebastian Forsland, Happy Victory by Heatley Bros, and Shadow Man by Lobo Loco. If you could please rate, review, subscribe to This American Dice at your favorite podcatcher, it would really help us out. Austin will read every five-star review as Egret from Game of Thrones. Join us next week for another episode of This American Dice. Elspar's turn. I think he... Oh, no. Something break. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, do you need some help? All right. Let's take five. Oh, oh wait. Hold, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Now wait. A, wait a minute. Who the hell is General Sabine? Is that some kind of Star War? Mixing it with this here dragon stuff? Come on. 
I don't need none of that. Confusing me. I'm trying to sit here, have a drink, and tell a story, and you guys throwing in Star War and Dragon, dra Dragon, Dragon Stars coming in here. That's not what I need. I don't need none of that. I'll tell you right now, Ron Howard. You come here. I'll. You come. Here, you get over here and say it to my face, Ron Howard. Yeah. You say it. Knock that baseball cap right off your head, Ron Howard. You, you and your brother Clint. I'll, I'll, I'll show you both how to make a good, make, make chili out of chili out of what? Oh, you, you want to, you, you want to see gentle Ben? You ain't gonna. You ain't gonna see no gentle Ben. This Ben ain't gonna be gentle. Go to hell, Opie. Fonz ain't gonna save your ass this time. I swear to God, he, he messed me up good last time, but he.